Hey, welcome back, everybody. This is your host, Mike, with uh, Chuck here. Hey, hey. How's it going, Chuck? Good, man. Uh, you know, another week gone by. Yeah, it was a good weekend. Did you do anything special this weekend? Uh, not really. No. I don't think I mostly just kind of stayed at home. It was a weekend at home, so which was nice. It's been a while. Yeah. Been a while. <laughs> um, no doubt, been watching some good TV shows, which I'm sure we'll talk about. Yeah, how was your weekend? Was, you you were busy, you yeah, traveling all around on the road every day for like the last five days. On went the to, road again. Yeah. <laughs> went to Mobile for the weekend for a family member's 90th birthday. So oh, wow. got to spend time with people I haven't seen in 10 or 15 years. Cool. And then uh, drove in, and then went to the rodeo Monday night. And rodeo's back in town, but uh, I did forget on the way on the drive in. I uh, stopped, I I placed a couple of bets, so you got me on the betting fever, thanks to you. Sweet, yeah. Put some money on uh, Texas A and M to win the football national championship this coming season. Two hundred dollars. Hopefully, it'll pay out, and uh, I'll get about five thousand dollars out of that win. That'd be a nice payout. Yeah, they're like twenty six to one, and then uh, put like six dollars on the Rangers uh, to win the Stanley Cup. Their odds weren't as their odds were a little higher, so. Six dollars is going to net me like one hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> yeah, I'll get you all the insight on the Rangers when I go to Jersey yeah. uh, next week for work. So my uncle's a big uh, Rangers fan. So nice. He informed me I'm going up early Sunday, and that he's watching NASCAR at three and the mm. Rangers at seven. Well, so that's, that's a long day. I can either watch with him or figure out something <laughs> else to do. So I may be watching the Rangers. Uh, on Sunday night, so I'll give you some feedback on on how they are. So yeah, is that a home game? I don't know. I was gonna look because usually when I'm up there, if there's one during the week, I may take the the path over from Hoboken into the city, nice. and you can get right into the garden. So I did that. Actually, me and Miguel and Juan Manuel from BP years ago, we were up in Wayne. Nice. And I said, "Hey, I want to go to a hockey game." <laughs> and they but went. We Juan Manuel's already working in Wayne, so. Uh, we picked him up and took the uh, train over across the river and went to the game. It was their first uh, game they've ever been to, so they that's awesome. They Lucky. enjoyed it, yeah. Yeah, went to Madison Square. Yeah, Garden first, for your game, first hockey game, hockey oh. game of the Garden. Jeez, yeah, it's hard to beat that. And so your uncle's from Jersey, but he's not a Devils fan. <laughs> Don't tell him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I tried to tell him one time I was going to be a Devils fan, oh. and, and yeah, so. All I can think of is Seinfeld. The devil. Yeah, devil. Putty. It's like, devil. It's what, it's what you get for getting mixed up with a face painter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, let me know how that goes, man. I, I really like the Rangers, and I really hope they win it this year. I think, you know, they're rebuilding the team, but it could, it could be their year. So. Yeah, hockey's an interesting sport. It's so fun to watch in person. So. Yeah. Um, I don't watch it as much as I used to. Yeah. But it's good to see. And. For those of the of you guys who are listening who aren't from Texas or Houston, the Houston Rodeo Livestock Show and Rodeo is a huge event here that goes on for a month. Most people go for the concerts and stuff, but they have, uh, I think this year, George Strait, um, Bun B, a local Houston yeah. rapper. They have a but nice like, mix of artists. You, who'd you see on Monday? I saw Cody Johnson. Yeah, and so it was opening night, and it was a sellout. It was like 60,000, 70,000 people yeah. inside NRG. And, uh, yeah, they have a whole mix of, like, 
Artists yeah, they, that are coming. They do a great job. They have um, marshmallows coming. Journey. Yeah, they they have every. They have Tejano uh, yeah. Day. They have all different kinds of themes, different performances for the diversity of of Houston. Yeah. So it's a really. I'm not a big rodeo person. Uh, my kids like to go. They go every year, and uh, it's, since they're a little, we used to go to the carnival and all that. But it's. It's a huge event. Last year it was canceled, right? Because yeah. of uh, COVID. Because of COVID, yeah. No, no rodeo last year. And, they and shut then it the year down. before they shut it down. So. Yeah. I, I, yeah. We were supposed to go to Cody Johnson. They did. They shut it down, and I think they shut it down the day before his concert. So, yeah, it was it was good to be back, and of course went to the cook off for work and got to spend yeah. Time I was with supposed customers. to get two tickets, yeah. but the salesperson revoked them from <laughs> me because he misread an email. So. Whatever the salesperson's name is, thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, I won't mention him out loud, but it's actually actually probably a blessing we didn't go to the oh, cook-off because yeah. we've both been super busy. It was packed. Um, was it, it packed? Yeah, yeah, the tent we had, it was it was shoulder to shoulder. Yeah, everybody but, I know on Facebook was at yeah. freaking cook-off this weekend, <laughs> so that's always good. I don't want to go. Yeah, it's a one-and-done kind of thing for me. It's the second time I've been, and it's like, all right, I've seen it. I'm, I'm more interested in going to the, car- you know, the carnival and getting fried oreos and things like yeah. that but yeah, yeah. the rodeo is big for people who haven't been to it before I, I know somebody from work has never been and yeah is going to take their kids so it, yeah, it'll be a fun experience and it's funny all weekend when we were we ran into people they're like oh did you go to the cook-off or did you used to go to the cook-off it's like the pasadena cook-off i used to go <laughs> yeah. when yeah. i lived right down the street right. uh, friends would have booths or something you know tents in there so I don't want to go fight traffic. And, oh, no, dude. You yeah. know, unless you're going to take the light rail or... Yeah, but it's it's 60,000 people parking yeah. around NRG is not uh, not conducive to getting in and out of that place very efficiently. So Yeah, we did the parking ride where we, we drove down from here to Reed Road yeah. right off of 288 yeah. and drove. And it wasn't bad getting there, but getting back after the concert, because we left at the end of the concert... Yeah. I bet it t- we stood in line for 45 minutes to an hour waiting to get on a bus to come back to the parking ride. Oh, because you did the bus? Yeah. Yeah, I know they yeah. had that. I've done the light rail from yeah. from 610 mm-hmm. as well over to there. Or yeah. I've done that like into the city. And then you also take a light rail from downtown to um, NRG as well. Yeah. I've done that for baseball games, yeah. We should have done that when we went to the Texans game too. Yeah, we should have, yeah. But I think that we had a parking pass, though. So, so yeah, yeah. Even though it took us, like, <laughs> we were going through the, I think, the player's parking lot somehow and the employee's parking lot yeah. when we went. And yeah, we wound up in unrestricted. Yeah, not, yeah, yeah. It restricted. There areas. were people just waving us in. <laughs> yeah, come on through. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that was funny. Yeah. So, but yeah, we, you know, we finished talking about part one of season four of Ozark and there's a lot of new shows coming up and we're watching a lot of new shows right and I, I I'm trying to get caught up on a lot of shows that you've already seen and you know we have to wait what a month and a half now for Ozark part two yeah. so I think today we just really wanted to talk about what we were watching and why we're watching it really yeah we definitely got a mixed bag of topics so you know what Mike and I we can kick it and talk about whatever we both have, in the past couple of weeks, we've been both watching some kind of different shows yeah. than the other one is watching. So I'll talk a little bit about a few shows. Mike's going to talk about a few shows. We're going to talk about a season one of a show that's season two just completed. Yep. So 
we'll have to get caught up on that as well. We, yeah, we'll have a whole special episode for just season two of that show. Yeah, and we we definitely will get into some cinematic and music and budget talk of some of the stuff that I watched recently as well. Just a little different flavor there. And definitely want to talk about a few a few different actors and different characters they play in some of the shows that we watch and yeah and yeah just really just chat about what we've been up to with with our tv watching so that sounds good man and then the next week yeah we've got a special episode dropping on march 11th yep so an episode i think everybody will enjoy uh so be on the lookout for that coming up We'll we'll put out a notice when that episode is coming up because it's it's really it's going to be a really good episode and I think a lot of people that haven't watched Ozark right because yeah. we're not going to be talking about Ozark we'll be talking about a TV show that I think a yeah. lot of people watched and enjoyed so just a little secret guys yeah we we got we got a uh, Kendall Roy from Succession coming on as a guest he's, he's coming in no. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Cox is phoning yeah. in for, on Zoom yeah yeah we got uh, a. <laughs> Plenty of guest stars lined up, celebrities. <laughs> yeah. Maybe one day, but right now, uh, it'll just be the Mike and Chuck show. Yeah. yeah, or any celebrities you may, most people would never heard of them if yeah. we get them on. Yeah, still waiting for like people we work with. Back, back, but yeah, yeah, you haven't heard back from with. Matt, good old Matty boy. Yeah, no, McConaughey, he's still up in Austin dealing with his soccer team. So, oh. yeah, the Vaird. Yeah, the Vaird. Yeah, as he calls them. Yeah. Oh, what's their name? Uh, Austin FC. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're saying is, yeah, uh, Verit is a sentiment, something like that. Yeah. I follow it on, on Instagram, so. Look at you. Yeah. I don't, a man I, of the MLS. Yeah, a little bit. I, it's hard for me to watch the Dynamo, but Austin <sighs> FC popped up, and I could get on that bandwagon. I like McConaughey. Yeah. I've been to one Dynamo game in person, and the whole time I kept saying, oh, I could play in this league. Oh, yeah. And the people I was with were like, we're like, yeah, back when you played in college and when you graduated, I was like, no, right now. No, right now, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, shut up. And like, I had a I had an interesting come to Jesus meeting or moment today. So with the soccer tournament going on at work and I hadn't played in, since July because I pretty much quit. And yeah. Just went straight hardcore running. Mm. And I was playing in our company tournament and they were videotaping the games and so, like, the finals is Friday. We lost in the first round of the playoffs. Oh. And I went back and watched some of the videos. Even though I'm in shape from running, like, in my head, I'm way better than I am watching myself on the tape. <laughs> now, hold on a so, second. There's footage of this? Yeah. You yeah, shouldn't have told me we, that. We release it on uh, <laughs> in our Can We Kick It site. Yeah, you're going to have to put it up on the website and then on YouTube. And, ooh, we should do commentary on it. Yeah, like we the Aussies it. do commentary on football, we should just do commentary on the on works. Soccer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we may have to get releases from everybody on the teams, but uh, and also now everybody's wearing these tight jerseys, so I have a tight jersey on, oh, which boy. is not a very good look uh, for me either. But <laughs> it was uh, it's quite freeing playing in a tight jersey when I played in college; they were very loose, mm. but. Nowadays, they're all like the super tight, you know, for yeah. efficiency and yeah. wind resistance. And 
I buy replica, you know, football jerseys for Liverpool, yeah. and I have to buy like an extra large because if I buy a large or a medium, it's like I bought it from Baby Gap. I don't, yeah, I, I'm not a very fit person, so what the hell? <laughs> so I have a back when the World Cup was in Brazil, they were giving out Castrol FC jerseys. Oh, so I have one at the house. I'd like to see how that looks. Yeah, it's an extra large. Yeah. It's skin tight because oh they're goodness. like European. <laughs> yeah. It's literally skin tight. I'm like, Came I need like a office of five XL <laughs> just so I got some room, you yeah. know. And this is like recently I put it back on too, and I've lost a lot of weight. Oh so it, it's just it's just so, you know, when you're not that confident and you get the tight shirt, you're oh, like, yeah. Eh. yeah, it takes your edge off. Yeah, yeah. So, Mike, tell us about some of the upcoming shows that. That are coming pretty soon. Yeah, pretty soon. I mean, we have some really good shows that I'm excited for. You know, Winning Time is coming on HBO, and I think that's coming this weekend, right? March yeah, 6th? Yeah, March 6th. And it's the so day after we release. Or no, two days after we release on this Sunday, yeah. Yeah, so we might might talk about that, you know, in our, our next regular episode. But it's got John C. Riley, and they talk about the start of the Lakers and, you know, how they started their dynasty in the 70s and the 80s. Um, and then I'm really excited about Barry season three. That's coming out April 24th. Love Bill Hader. And I love Henry Winkler as this stagecoach. And he's this drama coach that Bill Hader goes to. And his name is Gene Cousinow. He's a wagon. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I've been watching stage 1883. Wagon. So I got a different stagecoach. Right. Uh, and you've been watching that. Well, we got, well, Barry, tell me more about Barry. Why do you like, I, I need to go back and watch it. I watched yeah. parts of season one, and so I kind of stopped there. But It's a dark comedy, but it has these moments. You know how Ozark kind of like surprises you a little yeah. bit? Barry has these surprises where you know, he's a hitman who is hired to kill a guy, and then he falls in love with acting because yeah. the guy he's supposed to kill is at this really it's not a great theater school and it's yeah. run by Henry Winkler. Yeah. And he gets into it because Winkler tells him he's like talented and all this stuff. And he just like goes all into it and doesn't want to be a hitman anymore. And of course his like handler for being a hitman is um uh the guy from Office Space who uh had glasses. Milton? Milton, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's his handler. Yeah, it, that's his handler. His name is Fuchs and it's it's <laughs> so funny. And He's he's working with this like Russian or Ukrainian guy. Yeah, and he's like his name is like uh, Soho Hank. He's like South Hollywood. Yeah, so his name is Soho Hank or South uh, of Houston in New York. Oh no, that's true. Yeah. yeah, which I always thought was funny they named it Houston, but anyways. Yeah, even uh, though it's spelled Houston. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Coming okay. from Houston, that's, it threw me off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but Barry's good, and it it really turns up the intensity, kind of like Ozark does. Yeah, and Bill Hader just going off, you know, f- switching from like dry comedy that he does. To being a hitman is unbelievable, and it has really good acting moments in it too. So, recommend you and, and the audience go back and yeah. watch that coming up to season three. But um, that's the kind of stuff I'm looking forward to. What are you looking forward to, man? So we do have um, Ozark Part Two of season four. Yeah. So the f- finale of what we just talked about for four weeks that comes out April 29th. Yep. So. You know, we're going to have to figure out how we're going to talk about that. Are we going to do entire episode banks like we did this yeah. this first half? Are we going to watch Binge All 7 and kind of re- recap and give our overall thoughts? You it's know, not a bad idea. We, we may have to do a couple episodes. We'll, we'll have to figure that out. Yep. 
but after how great part two was, it'll be, I mean, part one, Mm -hmm. it'll be, I can't wait till that comes out. We have uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, May 25th. So relatively, I think with Disney Plus is, I think, I didn't see all the release schedules, but Book of Boba just ended. Yep. And which turned into Mando two and a half. (laughs) You have Obi-Wan. So how does that connect in? Are we going to see any crossover? And I think right after Obi-Wan, you'll probably get Ahsoka. Yeah. And then Mando. Yep. I mean, you're going to have a pretty... It's going to cover the whole year with those three different shows. So if you're into Star Wars and the universe that Disney Plus created with the TV shows, it's mm-hmm. going to be a good year to to watch TV there. Yeah. I do have a little... I was listening to, uh, I think it was Prestige TV Pod or the Ringer Universe. I think it was... No, it was, there's a show called The Midnight Boys on the Ringer Universe. Mm. And it's Van Latham and Charles. I can't remember his last name. But they talk about fandom, and so they... They also had like Mallory Rubin and uh, uh, Joanne, I forget her last name, but they also they did this like two or three episodes of like two hour recaps of the Boba Ooh, Fett yeah. like, season finale. But they they were talking about how Disney Plus doesn't know how to finish a show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How, like, the finales aren't very good. Yeah. And so they were running through all these things, and and actually they were saying Boba was one of the, one of, like, the second or third best one out of, like, the eight they were list, listing. But they said, like, Loki uh, was oh, yeah. number one. That was number one. But the different, they said the Marvel and the other ones on Disney Plus, I, I don't, I'm not a big comic book person, so sure, I don't yeah. know, but... A lot of the, they were just complaining how the Disney Plus, they can't, they do good until they get to the finale and they don't know how to finish it. Or they yeah. try to cram everything or answer every question. Yeah. And so, which they kind of did in, in Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. Like every question of the season was pretty much answered. Yep. And they even we didn't have to wait till Mando season three to get the reuniting of Grogu and Mando. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Speaking of which, though, did you watch Loki? I did not. Did you? Yeah, Loki was really good, man. Okay. Yeah, I, I think you need to watch it because the ending of it is going to tie into the rest of the stuff they're doing with Spider-Man and yeah. Doctor Strange. I don't know if you've seen see, it. I want to see. I saw the trailer for Doctor Strange yep. at Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. That's right, um, yeah, I haven't invested that much in the comic book universe besides Spider-Man and the George the. Michael Keaton Batman. Oh, so <laughs> That's good. the only Batman I've seen. Which he's he's coming back for the Flash movie. Is by he? The way. Yeah, because they're also branching off into. Oh, there's a movie coming out this weekend called The Batman. Yeah, is that this weekend? Is it this yeah. weekend or next weekend? It's coming. It's maybe pretty to, soon. Maybe I think. tomorrow. Yeah, right. but I, I really want to. I heard some of the reviews aren't terribly great, but I do want to watch that. Cause... Yeah, I need to go to the theater. I've been like I said. I think the last time I went to the theater was Blanca and I went and saw Baywatch. Classic. Uh, like Classic. <laughs> six seven years ago <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah so I, which i saw a clip of that those guys are ripped in that i mean it's unbelievable how like jack they got for that movie but yeah yeah they watch good movie. yeah <laughs> and then then the 
the last one I want to bring up is Stranger Things oh, yeah. season four. I think they're planning five seasons is what I read about. I think so, yeah. They're also going to do the same strategy. They're going to release it in two parts. Yep. So Pulling an Ozark. Yeah. Netflix uh, is buy, you know buying into that. Yeah, it's an interesting middle ground strategy versus the week to week or the dump and pump, yeah, like one shot. I think it's a good. A lot of people don't like it. I was talking to a few people, and they're like, "I just want it all." Yeah, and yeah. I think kinda, I fit in that camp. <laughs> yeah, and then I'm kind of like, you know, you watched when Mike and I were talking about Ozark. Mike had watched all of them at once, but of course, for the show, we go back. It, and rewatch and take notes. Yep. But I watched it week to week, and pretty much every week I was watching it once for enjoyment and once to take notes or to pick up on anything I missed. Yep. But it's kind of hard to do that when everybody knows what <laughs> what happened. Yeah. So I'm more of a big fan of week to week. Yep. Just because I kind of my personality is investigate uh, everything that's going on. So like I watch an episode and then I get on Reddit and then I read everybody's review and then I try to figure out what, what's coming next and how the season's going to play out. Then I read Reddit again. Yep. Then I read six other reviews and I listen to five podcasts about the show. So <laughs> yeah. when it's Reddit, not week Reddit, to week, the holes are dangerous, man. Yeah. There's like one. So like, you know, just mentioned Boba Fett, the midnight boys and those guys, they recapped like every one. And each recap was like a, an hour and a half, two hour podcast. Ooh. And then Ozark is like, you get maybe an hour podcast about the main points. You don't get a lot of deep dive because yeah. no one's watching episode by episode. Yeah. So I think that's a good point. Yeah. I think it's it's from like a podcasting perspective and a review perspective. The week to week, you you can get more content and more in depth analysis than maybe the. The one shot releases. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, I think we talked about that. I think, yeah, you're more of the release it to me now, and I yeah. like more of the week to week. I flip back and forth because Ted Lasso, I want it week to week. Right? Because I love Ted Lasso. Better week to week, I think. Yeah. Uh, because you savor the flavor more. I don't, yeah. But I would kind of get mad because the episodes <laughs> are 30 minutes. Yeah. So those are short episodes. That's one thing when you have a 30 minute comedy. But then again, so, I watched Space Force season two on Netflix. It's mm. all dump at one time. Yep. I watched them all kind of in one night. I kept falling in and out of sleep. Yep. But they're thirty minutes, and you can run through all the episodes, and then wait a year to watch it. Yep. So, it, it's a that was my problem with House of Cards. <laughs> when House of Cards was first on, I just blew through the whole season. Then yeah. I had to wait three sixty four to watch the next season. Well, I think we talked about this. At least we've talked about it. First episode, yeah. But but no, with Game of Thrones, yeah. I didn't start watching until season three or four. Yeah, like one weekend over like a July Fourth weekend, seven eight years ago or whenever, <laughs> six years. I literally laid in bed and watched it for two days. Just powered through it. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't. I just laid there for two days and watched the stupid thing. And then I'm like, okay, oh wow, the new season starts in three months. Yeah. Oh crap. Okay, oh. what am I gonna do now? I just spent. Like forty eight hours of watching nothing but Game of Thrones, and then maybe going to get like food out of the refrigerator. Yeah, you have this ridiculous argument. Like, I just watched all six years in a weekend. And you're telling <laughs> yeah. me I got to wait a whole other year for the final yeah. season? This is ridiculous. Yeah, it's crazy. So, 
Yeah, that's pretty funny. But they, I think there's some really good shows coming up. I, I'm excited for a lot of the stuff that we are planning to watch. And I'm excited to finish some of the shows that you have already seen so we can actually talk about them, like Gemstones and, and 1883. And I, I, I want you to kind of, I, I know we're going to talk about more about them coming up, but yeah. I want you to really sell me on some of these shows. Because I'm, you know, and I put Ooh, them on the queue yeah. and then I push them down to watch others. Like I watched The Rookie the other night and you know, I, I, I got to focus on some of the stuff that is really good content. So, yeah, I'll sell it. I think that's a great question because... I want to hear your thoughts. I got some questions for you and I really want to hear your thoughts on why you got into it, what you like about it, and who like brings the best acting to the shows. So, for me... There, I, and we'll talk some more later. Yeah. But I will hit this one first. I watched a lot of different series and shows, even just over the past couple of weeks. Yeah. On different, um, different streaming services and everything. And even though I. I've watched so many shows. There's one show for me that has stood out, and that's 1883. Mm. And for me, sell you on it is it's got Sam Elliott. Yeah. Obviously, you like country music because you went and saw Cody John's Kojo. Kojo. It's got Faith Hill, yep. Tim McGraw. Yeah. Surprisingly good actors. Mm. I was very impressed. They're a little, pretty good. A little yeah. corny, but I mean, they're yeah. husband and wife in real life, so sure. they're they had good uh, rapport. Yep. Um, La Monica Garrett, uh, he plays a sheriff with Sam Elliott, hmm. and leading the amazing is Sam Elliott. Amazing. The main character in the show, and I'm blanking on the actor's name, but her name is Elsie or. Um, I always get this stupid thing wrong, but she is uh, Elsa. Sorry, Elsie. Elsie, like frozen. Uh, (laughs) Elsa Dutton. So she's played by Isabel May. Mm. And she she hasn't done much. She is fantastic. And the show is through her purview, and it does a voiceover hmm. her she does a voiceover through the show interesting and it's amazing just the the perspective that as she goes on this journey and the family goes on this journey with german immigrants basically starting in texas through trying to go to oregon mm-hmm. in the first season and it's really like the dutton origin story for yellowstone so we don't watch yellowstone but a lot of our friends and family do. It's about the Dutton family, I think, is what it is. But how they... It's like an origin story of how they get to Yellowstone, how they get to Montana. Mm-hmm. But just to see where it starts, where it ends, her journey of learning herself, like she's 18, 19 years old, growing as a woman, but, you know, growing as a person. Yeah. And realizing what, like, real life was, the Wild West, the journey, you know, we, I guess for me, comparing it to how we are today, 
Like, I couldn't live back in that shit. Like, right. I'd be dead in five <laughs> seconds, you know? And, Chuck has died of dysentery. Yeah. yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like the real Oregon, the Oregon Trail. Trail when you're little. <laughs> yeah. And and so it's wonderfully told. The, the scenery is great. I think its own... Uh, uh, what's his name? Tower, uh, Taylor Sheridan mm-hmm. has... He owns... Uh, the four sixes ranch they or they bought these ranches and they pretty much film on his land oh wow and it's just breathtaking but they do all these great shots aerial shots of the um just the the west the trails mountains it's it's just it's all it's beautifully done it's like a beautiful story and cinematically it's beautiful it's a romantic western. It's western. It's got people shooting each other yeah, too. Yeah. It's got Indians. It's got um, bandits. It's got it's got everything that you would hear from back in the old west or just the trail days of yeah. trying to explore expansion, expand and, yeah. the U.S. And people were coming over from other countries to go to Oregon. Like yeah. there's like we're truly free, you know. Today we people whine and complain about freedom for various reasons and tyranny and all this stuff. These like you watch a show and people are really carving this out and they're dying for freedom and just the way the show expresses that is mm. really really interesting. But it's I mean, it's just it's just well done. I I become a <laughs> Taylor Sheridan fan. <laughs> And I'm ready to be engulfed in his universe, but he's got a lot of stuff coming. He's got five shows, man. I'm intrigued. He's got a one called 1932. I think Sylvester Stallone is going to star. It takes place in like Tulsa. (coughs) So I don't know when that's coming out, but that would be my top recommendation to watch ASAP. It's on Paramount Plus, and that's where all the Taylor Sheridan shows are going to go. I think Yellowstone. If you don't, if you have a streamer, it's on Peacock. But I think at everything else, he has Mayor Kingstown on there now, and then. All the other Yellowstone origin story spinoffs are going to be on uh, Paramount Plus. So I think it's just, it's that hour long drama that is like, it's not succession, but it's succession like in that it, you're just enthralled with it. Just, I won't spoil anything for you because I want you to watch it. Yeah, yeah. But sitting the last couple episodes of the show sitting on the couch watching it my phone could just be completely off like i'm not even paying attention it's You're over to in. the side yeah i'm like bawling at stuff that's happening on screen like no like i'm like <laughs> it's it's a it's a riot man it's it's um it's just quality so when you see and that's a blanc asked me like this is not your style of show you don't like gooey like romances or i don't never seen you watch westerns or some dove yeah yeah like yeah but it's it's i like good quality tv and that's what this is quality content goes a long way yeah yeah so i recommend that to everybody i think that's if i'm anybody you haven't watched it put it in the queue it's a good especially if you haven't watched yellowstone i think it's a good lead-in for that because it's gives some of the background of the family going to where they end up settling. Nice. So yeah, it's just, it's, um, 
that's my spiel. So I finally got a. I wanted to do a Chuck Solo pod in 1883, but that would have bored the hell out of everybody. <laughs> so um, I would highly recommend, no matter what your TV viewing is like, it's on Paramount Plus. I think I'll watch it in the next two weeks, and then we can do an episode about 1883. Yeah, because I'm definitely going to go back and rewatch because I'm sure there's stuff I missed. Oh, but yeah, no doubt. Um, I, I bet there's just a lot of a lot of depth to it. Yeah. So what do you? So I know we talked about with Barry coming up. What's a show that you've watched that I haven't watched that you would recommend for me? That's a good question. I know you've mentioned like Perry Mason and Barry. Um, I know you've watched some other shows that, that I probably haven't watched. I'll go with Perry Mason. I think Perry Mason is a really good HBO movie, TV, TV series, right? Yeah. And it, it's just season one for now. And I think it got greenlit for season two. Oh, wow, okay. But it's really good in that it, it's like very noir crime yeah. style, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know if you ever played the video game L.A. Noir yeah. on, on PlayStation. It's a lot like that. And it was, you know, it's it's when Hollywood was big and in L.A. And it's about a, a child gets kidnapped and then winds up dead. And it's, you know, based on a TV show from, you know, what my grandparents used to watch yeah. on TV. But the acting in it is amazing. And Well, it's Matthew Reese from... Yeah. Uh, the Americans. Yep. Yeah, he's he's been in a lot of lot of good lot of good shows and, and movies that I've seen, and it, it's just the the visual effects of it. The cinematography is really great. It brings that noir feel to it, and it's only like ten episodes, and I think they're like an hour long. Yeah. It's about him like as a private investigator becoming a lawyer and having to deal with this huge case that's rocking L.A. at the time, and how it just deals with all different levels of society and. You know, there's this revivalist, you know, religious movement going on, and the female lead in that is going to wind up being She-Hulk on yeah. Disney Plus in the upcoming uh, series for that. So okay. it, it's really spawning a lot of great acting in it. Yeah, you know, upcoming actors. So Perry Mason, Matthew Reese, unbelievable. I think if you like The Americans, I think you'd probably like Perry Mason. I think you should watch. Yeah, it. I love The Americans. That was one of my favorite shows. I remember watching that pretty much live, and that kind of led into. That was, for me, the kind of kickoff of FX as mm-hmm. a, va- a valuable, valid television yeah. network. And they did a really good job, and I just love that, that show. Yeah. And actually, there's an actor in The Americans that... Um, so, yeah, I'm going to watch Perry Mason. I actually thought about watching this weekend, and then I got into a Apple TV Plus uh Whole, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and so like every show today you're gonna find is mostly these shows on Apple TV Plus. They got some good but, content coming out. Apple Apple TV Plus is starting to turn it on. Yeah, and there's um there's a show that I started watching, but it also has a character um, actor from The Americans, Noah Emmerich, who plays in The Americans was uh, the CIA. Uh, person that lived next door to Matthew Reese and uh, Carrie Russell's characters that he was Truman uh, Truman's best friend in the oh, Truman show yeah he's, he's that, that guy, guy. Yeah. yeah you don't know his name is no Emmerich yeah and he was so, in Space Force yeah Space Force yeah he was uh the one of the other I think Air Force uh, leader or one of the but <laughs> who's gonna lead Space Force oh god not me yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's he's a. I forgot about him in Truman Show. He's Truman's yeah. best friend, and that's yeah. that's a good movie. Yeah, 
Yeah, so I think um, no, he. I, I love Matthew Reese, and I think uh, I'll have to give that that a shot. Yeah, give give it a glance. Just watch like the first episode or two. It'll be worth your while. To, you'll want to finish it. Yeah. yeah. All right, so we're gonna take a break, and then when we come back, we're gonna talk about a few more things, uh, different, different some of the TV shows on Apple TV that uh, that I watched uh, over the last couple of weeks, and then uh, do a little bit of chat about the gemstones and preparation. When we say gemstones, we're talking about the righteous gemstones on HBO Max, and we'll we'll talk about that a little bit and. Um, Anything else that's on our mind? We'll yeah. be right back. And we're back. Welcome right. back. Welcome back, Chuck. Yeah. So it's a good break. It was a good break. Had some really good food. Nice spicy curry. Yeah. And, and curry the Friere Rocher. Oh yeah. <laughs> so Mike. Yeah, man. One of the things we're gonna talk about now and then we're gonna do a special episode on this coming in the next couple of weeks probably but you just started watching righteous gemstones yeah on hbo yeah on hbo mm-hmm. which just concluded season two last sunday night yep and is one of my favorite shows on tv <laughs> season one and season two so i finished season two the other night it comes on it came on every sunday night watched the finale Mike has pretty much finished season one. Yeah. So we're not going to talk about season two yet. We'll talk about that. Like I said, we'll do a whole recap of the season. So, Mike, in, what made you start watching Righteous Gemstones season one? Besides me probably pestering <laughs> you that you have to watch it. It's the funniest shit you ever see. You, you and our co-worker, Marcos. Yeah. 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 Don't forget Marcos. Yeah. So what but, what made you start watching? What are your thoughts on season one? I, I think what made me start watching it, I'll be honest with you, I, I'd seen clips before. I think the whole premise is hilarious. Just a couple of, you know, televangelists who are just loaded rich and their whole family and life is just ridiculously off the wall. And I think what really got me into it was I saw clips of uh, Walton Goggins, Goggins, yeah, and him doing this tap dance number with uh, Jennifer Nettles, who's from Sugarland, yeah, about misbehaving, misbehaving, yeah, and just him doing this whole tap dance. And he's tall and lanky, and just I, when I saw that dude, every time I see it, I laugh. And so I wanted to find out more about it, and I'd seen the trailer before. But it has John Goodman in it, and Adam Devine, and uh, Danny McBride. And Edie Patterson. And Edie Patterson. Tim Baltz. The, those names don't mean as much. Uh, they, they're they the more improv comedy thing ver- versus movies. But yeah, and Walton Goggins, Goggins. Yeah. I think, I'm trying to remember if anybody else in season one. I know season two, we have um, Eric Roberts is also in it. And Eric Andre. Yeah. Eric Andre. Yeah. So, yeah, so a lot of good stars. It's a great cast. Oh, yeah, season one has uh, Dermot Mulroney in it, uh, who was uh, season, the Sessions, the, oh, the competing yeah, that's uh, right. pastor the, in uh, Locust Grove. Yeah, yeah. Locust Grove. <laughs> yeah. Free, Freeman's Gap, Baby Freeman's, Billy Freeman. Baby Billy Freeman, yeah. Locust Grove. I love his character, Baby Billy Freeman. He's got, for those who haven't watched it yet, I might watch it, but it's Walton Goggins, <laughs> and he's got just incredibly white, big teeth with white hair. <laughs> 
and he is like tan like no other and he's just got this like i don't know south carolina kentucky accent (laughs) and it's just hilarious and he draws me into a lot of shows that he was in but you know watching him in it and just the shyster that he is and the danny mcbride with his sideburns that are like already graying (laughs) while the rest of his hair is his natural color and then uh, Adam Devine plays like the youth pastor in the yeah. family. And he's got his friend Keith. <laughs> yeah, Queef. Yeah, Queef. Yeah. In the second season, John Goodman has trouble pronouncing his name, but he keeps saying it. Basically, like, Queef, the Keith, or with a Q. Yeah. But it's yeah, it's a uh, his best friend. Where there's definitely interesting relationship you see in the first. I think it's the first episode of season one. And they yeah. come back from China. And Keith's, like, at his house, and he's like, you could have slept in my bed. And he's like, oh, that's kind of weird. I felt weird yeah. about sleeping yeah. in bed. <laughs> But he's walking around with no shirt on. He's got, like, 666 tattoo that's, like, He's like a revived Satanist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just the premise of the show. I, so the whole the opening scene of the show made me laugh so hard in that they're baptizing people in, like. A, a way pool in China. In China, yeah. yeah. And they're, like dunking people back <laughs> and Danny McBride is like no you can't you shouldn't dunk them that far back they're gonna get water up their nose and Adam McBride is like look I'll dip them the way I want you mind your own business right and then they start splashing each other and then John Goodman is like what are you guys doing and they're like nothing yeah <laughs> like, just big kids basically like but that whole the whole premise of the show is hilarious and they live on this huge compound and have their own like theme park with roller coasters and stuff like that but yeah, That's, it, 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 just the comedy of it, and, and Danny McBride is the creator, right? He is what, like, drew me into the show on top of Walter Gogans, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I think, you know, just a little background on there, because I've had some conversations with uh, other folks about the show that are, so it has a lot of, it's basically a, it's almost like um, a diatribe against evangelistic, preachers Mm -hmm. or like that kind of religion and the wealth it creates for their families and the nepotism through there (laughs) but if you look at it as through the lens of a comedy so like if you're i I know people have been like oh it's it's negative towards religion or whatever but watch it purely as a comedy yeah and season two is less focused on kind of the negative religious aspects as well maybe not but that's the thing like and this is the light i kind of look at it in right because i enjoy you know some of that kind of evangelism myself personally and that's how i grew up but yeah now it's not for everybody but what i look at it is is take out the religious aspect of it and just make it a company just make it a business and it's just as freaking hilarious and crazy it's like succession but as a joke yeah and actually so and I think the Watch podcast recently, and they had Danny McBride on, and they did a whole recap of season two. But in general, in that, they were basically calling it the succession of comedy. Yeah. Because it, it, it it's, succession is funny in its own way. Like, it's not trying to be funny, <laughs> yeah. but it's funny. It's a really dark, fucked up yeah. kind of humor, yeah. But, but the Righteous Gemstones, like, a laugh a minute yeah. comedy where they're just doing stuff just to 
be funny all the time. Judy, the daughter's husband, his name is BJ, and everybody calls him TJ, and he gets like a nose job in the first three episodes or something, yeah. and he's really self-conscious about it. Just the dumbest, like, shit ever. He hides, like, upstairs, and <laughs> he's peeking around, and we see you. Yeah. It's it just, his character, especially in the second season, when we talk about that, gets even more hilarious and outrageous. That's what I say, like, Tim Baltz, who plays BJ, Edie Patterson, who plays Judy, it's her fiancé in the first season. And they're two legends of kind of, like, the L.A. comedy, or the improv comedy scene. Yeah. And they're just so good that, and they hang with, you know, John Goodman and and, uh, Danny McBride and Adam... Levine, Levine, who are well-known actors, you know, of anything. I, mean, I always forget that Adam, Adam is in freaking like Pitch Perfect, like yeah. one, two, three. Oh, Workaholics on Workaholics, Comedy Central, uh, like those guys. Mike and Dave need wedding dates. Yeah, I mean he's he's been in tons of stuff. Yeah, um, but he's probably he's my least favorite character on the freaking <laughs> show. But. They're at dinner at the restaurant. He's got those glasses on. It's <laughs> enemy Brian is like, "What are you trying to look like, Ch- Charles Manson or, or Jeffrey Dahmer?" <laughs> yeah, he's got it the takes him off. <laughs> yeah, it just there's so much there's so much hilarity with that show. Yeah, and even I mean that's um I forget the actor's name, but who plays Gideon? The son is yeah. Uh, um, he was in Vacation. Yeah. Yeah, the he's... reboot of National Lampoon's Vacation. Yeah, he... But yeah, he's, he's an up-and-comer, yeah. Which, oh my gosh, Gideon being in on the blackmail yeah. with the video of his dad doing, like, yeah. can hang out with, like, hookers That scene stuff. where they go to Atlanta, where they're, the video of them, Atlanta, and <laughs> yeah. Chad, and yeah. what's that, Levi, all the crew yeah. that they go to the, like, it was, like, some kind of, like, Christ convention, and they're doing <laughs> cocaine, yeah. Kitty leaves this, the room and like the hookers are walking past. Yeah, <laughs> they're like just doing all this bad stuff in the hotel room, and it's like, and that's where you're like, oh, I bet this happens. You know, my skeptical mind is like, I bet this happens. Like yeah. with some of the different, you know, evangelism, the people that aren't doing it for the right reasons, they're doing yeah. it for the money and right. the power. But yeah. yeah, it's such a good show. Like so with. With Jesse Gemstone, Danny McBride's character, he's played a lot of really... I mean, he's been in a lot of movies now, a lot of different TV shows. What's your favorite Danny McBride character um, in, like, maybe show or movie that he's been in? That's a tough one, because, you know, he's he's been in a lot of stuff as side characters and then as main yeah. characters, especially now with Gemstones. I think his, his stock is going up, but I, I know he was in Eastbound and Down, my favorite. Yeah, and I loved that when yeah. I was in college. I have to go Tropic Thunder, though. I think his character in Tropic Thunder was hilarious, you know? Yeah. I don't know what it's called. I just know what the sound it makes when it lies. Yeah. And it's just, he's just really funny in that. But, yeah, this is right up there. I, I think top three, Gemstones, Eastbound, Tropic Thunder for me. But what about you? Hey, my favorite character he plays is Kenny Powers oh, in, yeah. in Eastbound and Down. It's just that whole... It's probably the funniest show, like, from a, I would say, crude humor perspective. <laughs> um, last per minute episode, wild scenarios. Yeah. There is, I mean, there is, and I think it's 
season what the three where he goes where they go to Myrtle Beach. Yeah. And he has <laughs> like Stevie Janowski, his like assistant with him, and they're about to fight with Will Ferrell's character, Ashley Schaefer, a Daryl from the office, <laughs> and a whole gang of people outside a Florida themed gift shop with a shark. Ones you see in like, oh, I guess it's Myrtle Beach, but when see, and you know they're just they even go as far as making a joke about the actual creator of the shark at that place, this guy named Bob Duato, who designs (laughs) these murals outside of these coastal themed stores. It's just wild how detailed and funny. And Ashley Schaefer is like Colonel Sanders. Or like He's got the big, long white hair. He's got a plantation. He's like doing apocalypto things where they're running like gauntlets and getting cannons shot at people. It's just, the whole thing is outright. And that's not even like anything to do with the that's, real story of Kenny Powell. Yeah, the, the, that's just scratching the surface on just the ridiculous that is. But he put, he's so full of confidence. Yeah. It, he faces off with that Russian guy. Yeah, I Igor Wachenko, or I forget his. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, that was so funny. Yeah, it's just the every season in the is just is just is wild, and his character so great. I mean, I movie wise, you know, I like this is the end, but they're all the actors playing yeah, themselves, right? And um, you know, we were chatting before the show. There's a movie called Your Highness oh, where it's yeah. like it's James Franco and uh, what's uh, Danny McBride? Danny McBride, and, and it, it's the younger the, guy, right? From uh, she's out of my league. Yeah, and then the girl is um, the the girl from uh, New Girl. Uh, what's her name? Zoe Dash Channel Zoe Dash Channel Zoe Dash Channel at Coachella yeah Coachella Music Festival Zoe Dash Channel plays like the princess or whatever but the just I saw that in a theater in 2011 like on opening weekend with two other like high school stoners that were in the audience it was three of us in this big thing it was just wild like nobody even wanted to watch it but it's <laughs> yeah. so, so hilariously stupid but yeah he's such a good actor they have the whole he, he works with jody hill and uh david gordon green is the third guy that they do all these shows with like vice principals oh, we can yeah. talk about that with walton goggins and as well um, but they actually all moved to South Carolina. I think one of them lived there already, but they do everything out there. They have their own little gig going. HBO Max gives them money. Now it's giving them freedom to do all these shows, and they're really putting out some good good work. I think Gemstones is like the best of them all, the culmination of all the shows they've done before. So yeah. what's your favorite uh, Walton Goggins, Goggins, Goggins character? Ooh, that's tough because he was in Justified. Right. Yeah. And he played a gunslinger, pretty yeah. much. Like, the counter to Timothy Oliphant. And then he was in um, uh, The Unicorn. Which was oh, it's like a, a CBS a, show, right? Yeah, it was or just like... a sitcom where he's like a dad who's a widow. and It had its moments. Like, it was this really unusual I pick I watched, for like, him. two episodes. It was good. And then I never, I forgot 
Yeah. Like, it's, about it's, it. It's worth to go back and finish it. I think they only did, like, three seasons of it. And it's a network show, but it's really funny. Like, he's really good in it. And then, dude, he was in Django Unchained. Yeah. Yeah. And he was just ruthless and just unbelievable in that. But it, it for me, it's, it's between... Righteous Gemstones and Justified. It's really hard for me to pick, but it's probably going to be. It's probably going to be yeah, Gemstones. I He's think just Billy Baby Freeman, ridiculous. Baby Billy Freeman, like yeah. just the care is just the wildest character yeah. that you ever seen. It's just his white it, hair. Every gets time me he every pops time. up on the screen, like especially in season <laughs> two, season two has like a pretty interesting arc with him and what he does that ends up involving uh, Macaulay Culkin oh, as well. Wow. Like yeah. he just pops in the show for an episode. And but just yeah he's but it's such good they're they're is that, just is that your famous is that your favorite of of Gogan's yeah roles? it's yeah. I love uh, their I basically the the duo they do in Vice Principals which was a nice two season arc that had Shay Wigan uh, Wigum from Boardwalk Empire and oh I love um, Boardwalk Empire I forget the his wife and and Danny McBride's ex wife in that show. She's also, uh, dang it, I forget. She's also a famous actress as well. So they had, um, they've been doing some really good, good work. But I think Baby Billy is my favorite. Yeah. Character. I'm gonna, so. I'm gonna agree with you there. It's just him walking with the cutout of himself, like you know that you see like when you enter like a bookstore or something like that. Him just walking with that. Yeah. It's just. Yeah. It just makes me laugh <laughs> for some reason. Wait till season two when you watch it. <laughs> Some of the stuff that he does there, it's just, it gets, season one is fantastic. And then season two dolls it up to like, not even 11, but like 11 million. Oh it just gosh. goes, it just goes off the rails, but in a great story. Yep. So. Uh, yeah, I'm going uh, to power through that and we're, we're going to talk about it. Yeah. yeah, we'll talk, we'll talk about that probably not next week because we got the special episode, but the week after I think we'll be in good shape to talk about that. Yep. But what uh, you know, that's that's what I've been watching. I've been trying to catch up to you, and I know you're kind of ahead of me on the newer shows that are out there. But you've been watching some stuff on Apple TV, right? Apple TV Plus. Yeah, I've been hitting Apple TV Plus. Good content, like right now. Is, yeah. like piles and piles of sugar. <laughs> like, <laughs> I've just been consuming everything that I see. So like Severance, which is a new show. There's been three episodes out. Episode four comes out when this drops on Friday. Uh, Adam Scott, uh, it's got Patricia Arquette, Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken, yeah. I mean, you but you see Christopher Walken once so far in in uh, in, the, in one oh, of the episodes, and it's got John Zach, Turturro, Zach Cherry in it, and Zach Cherry was in uh, Succession with uh, Kieran Culkin for like one episode. Yes, yeah, he's awesome. He was also was he in De- no, was he in Devs or was that a different guy that looks like Zach Cherry? But man, so just I brought up Devs too. Devs Ooh, is devs. an old show yeah. is on Hulu, but Devs is in the same vein as Severance. It's just oh no, that's a different guy that's in Devs. But okay, yeah, he would have been good in Devs. Yeah, though, yeah. De- watch Devs. It's fantastic. I don't want to. So I just watch. It's got Ron Swanson. Uh, I forget. I blank on his name. What's the actor? Yeah, Nick Offerman. Nick yeah. Offerman. It's such a but, great technology, like what if show. Yeah, and that. Severance is in that same vein, and it's really. And you find out. Uh, it doesn't spoil too much, but the reason Adam Scott, his character has a severance procedure is because his wife died, and so Devs is driven by 
the death of um, Nick Offerman's daughter in the show. Yeah. So you have this connection of like these technology shows, what's driving people to make these decisions to alter, alter things, you know, in some kind of way. So that severance is really good. It's weird. It's one of these shows where, so Ben Stiller is a director. He directs, I think six of nine episodes. So the first three is directed. There's like a three minute scene of Adam Scott walking through hallways. So like, it may not be for everybody because it's a very long, drawn out kind of hour. Yeah. And, but it's aesthetically fantastic looking. It's like on the outside, it's like our normal world. And when he's inside in the severed world of this company, it's like the seventies. Mm. <laughs> it's just the, the style of it, but it's really good. Um, and it kind of, after I watched the first three episodes there in this weekend and early this week when I had some time, I started watching some other Apple TV shows. Uh, I went back and watched a show called Invasion, which is um, basically about an alien invasion on into Earth, basically. It was October through December of last year it ran. And that's like from different perspectives, right? Yeah, so invasion. that's what's really cool yeah. about the story is it's five five different perspectives, so and they all kind of tie together with what happens, but it it's a school school age children in London. There's a the one of the American soldiers in I think it's Afghanistan, uh Japan, uh US, uh Long Island, New York. So it follows I think it ends up being five. I think I listed four there. Oh, the fifth one is Sam Neill's character out like oh, an yeah. Oklahoma sheriff, but they only touch on him like at the very beginning. They're saving Dr. Grant from Jurassic Park for the end. Yeah, yeah. Those waiting for dinosaurs to come by in the <laughs> yeah, field. Yeah. But that's a... it. The interesting thing with that show, Invasion, is they got a $200 million budget huge budget yeah it's a huge production it's very i thought it was very well done it's terrible rating uh well terrible like rotten tomatoes and then terrible to middle of the road uh you know critic reviews i think what helped draw what what i liked about it too is their the music so max richter who also did the music on the leftovers so it's a very leftovers vibe. Yeah, uh, it's another show. If you haven't seen Leftovers on HBO Max, it's three seasons. Uh, it's one of the best shows you'll ever see. It's a hard watch. It's very thought provoking, very abstract look at like a post traumatic episode yeah. that the people have to live from and yeah. deal with. The so it taps into emotional reverent so is it kind of like station 11 at all which one leftovers or invasion no uh, you're talking about you're talking about the leftovers well yeah so leftovers i mean yeah leftovers is it's it's a little station 11 so interesting because it's basically like 99 percent of the people are gone yeah population way after the apocalypse yeah well no like it's it happens there but it kills 99 percent of the people and there's only one percent left in the world true yeah leftovers is basically like an event 
that like one percent disappears. Oh, interesting. So there's still a shit ton of people left in the world. Yeah, yeah. That they're like someone lost a family. You know, most everybody, but they don't. There's no finality. It's like they vanish. It's the premise. So yeah. You so want, the world is dealing with this event where people just well they don't know did they go was it a revelation yeah was yeah it, like station eleven is a a flu yeah that's true you yeah, know yeah, like yeah. a pandemic yeah. like we're dealing we dealt yeah. with COVID and people, it's a yeah, we know yeah it's a post apocalyptic type show yeah yeah, yeah. post the leftovers is not really post pan because it's really just like nobody knows what happened and then so people are like I know what happened I can get you there yeah and yeah. like so that and people's journeys on like how to accept that and then they people congregate to towns that where nobody in that town disappears so it becomes mm. you know in season two there's a whole thing where they move to this one people move to this one town because no one um no one left on that day mm. everybody that was there and so like it becomes a tourist attraction people want to move there it's very popular they rename the town so but it's a it's a brilliantly done show it's damon lindelof like from lost uh they were also um one of the guys in the damon lindelof field also did station 11 so um you know a lot of those shows tie together it's it's really those a lot of those are about dealing with a loss or event and how they you know from a humanity perspective people people deal with it yeah so and I think that's I don't think Severance is that vain. I think it's more like well, it still is. It's like devs, but more in a technology kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, just a different but, yeah perspective of and, people dealing with it. Yeah, and then Invasion. I don't know where it's going. Like it got greenlit for season two, which was a surprise to a lot of people. Two hundred million dollars for a single season. Yeah, that's like and a show that did major, horribly. Yeah. yeah, it's a major motion picture budget. Yeah. And they did, and Apple TV greenlit two hundred. That's crazy. And they gave him a second season. And what was Ted Lasso's budget on season one? Yeah, you had to look that up. Yeah. Um, but I mean, these are Invasion is set in like all over the world. Yeah, multiple shooting locations. Multiple and, shooting locations. Yeah. Um, big, big pieces with you know probably a lot of CGI with alien type activities. So. But I, I would say check that out if you have Apple TV. If you don't, it's not worth subscribing to it yep. <laughs> just to watch the show. But it was a good little watch if you're if you're bored. And then uh, I started watching Suspicion, which is another Apple TV show. It's got Noah Emmerich in it, who we mentioned before. From I've seen the trailer for that. That the looks Americans. really good, yeah. I watched the first episode. It was really good. And I don't... It's a week to week show, so I'm not sure how many episodes are out. Maybe there, maybe there's only one episode, but that's I think maybe there's two or three because they Apple drops everything on Friday. Yeah. So I know there was more than I think there was two or three because I think it came out kind of when Severance did. So um, look forward to watching the last of those two. And so, and if you like um, kind of horror, not. Not so much horror, but Servant on Apple TV. Mm-hmm. M. Night Shyamalama, <laughs> you know, M. Night Shyamalan. Shulman. Yeah. M. Night Shulman. <laughs> yeah. As Michael um, Scott says. Yeah. yeah. M. Night Shyamalan, uh, there's three seasons now of that show, or they're in the third season. I haven't watched any of the third, but the first two were amazing. Yeah. And very, very 
mentally scary, mm. <laughs> not physically, yeah, but it's yeah. like one of those kind of kind of stressing you out watching yeah. it, like this yeah. on the edge kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So that's my Apple TV recap from the weekend. But I pretty much burned through all Apple TV stuff because. I kind of just went down the rabbit hole. There's a lot of good quality coming on Apple TV. I mean, you know, yeah. they first started with Ted Lasso and then the morning show. And then uh, I think one of the first ones was For All Mankind. Yeah, which is another show that I think is yeah. coming back this year for season three. Season three, yeah. yeah. They're jumping like another 10 years. but Are they? Okay. Yeah, now they're doing, you know, uh, Invasion and, and yeah Severance now. So there's some good quality stuff. And big actors are agreeing to do And that's what Severance Apple's is shows. such, I mean... Adam Scott, yeah, it, I mean, for, John we Turturro, know from Parks and, and Rec, oh, and, yeah. and Big Ol' Lies, and all the, I mean, he's been in a ton, a ton of things. Yeah. John Turturro's been in a ton of things. Yeah. Christopher Walken, Patricia Arquette. Um, I mean, it's just, they're getting, and that's the thing with some of these services, like, like Apple and Amazon Prime, that's not their main business. No. So they can waste money on trying to be competitive. Yep. Uh, because their business model, Apple's is selling devices. We're sitting here and and recording. We each have a a MacBook sitting here yep. in our recording studio. You know, we each have an iPhone. Like that's their <laughs> yeah. that's their service. That's their offering. But they've got so much money coming from from these. Yeah, from their technology development yeah. that you know that everybody just seems to you know their watches to the phones to the computers and. That's where they're making their money, so they're going to invest in you know content to stream and and because people stream it on their phones, and I think that's the interesting about Apple TV. You know their app, they used to have a library app, and now yeah. it's just the Apple TV app. Yeah. So where you can buy movies in there, but you can also watch their subscription. It totally threw me for a loop when they did that, but yeah. I'm starting to come around to it because you can also watch HBO shows on yeah. there if you have that subscription. Yeah, it I love adds it. In all of that, I yeah. love it now because I was so confused when they first did that because yeah. I had a couple movies downloaded on my phone. Yeah, and there was like an app that said like movie or something like that, and I could just go there and open it up, and then it's gone. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like, where's the thing? And I'm like, in Apple TV one day, I'm like, oh. Here's Rad. Here's, here's North Shore. Here's, here's the movies library. that I have. There's my library. Yeah. And so now, like, even on the MacBook or the phone, you know, I can scroll over and I can see the shows I've downloaded, either that I uploaded or I bought, or yep. you know. Um, and then, like you said, it's, it, it's all interconnected with my phone and my laptop now where it's like, Oh, here's what you're watching on HBO Max. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, how do you know on. that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it, it's it's a good ecosystem. And they're from, um, you know, phone to tablet yeah. to laptop to earbuds to <laughs> everything is so interconnected. And now just adding a TV offering yeah. that's really taking off. Um it's great so it's definitely punching well in the whole streaming service so yeah uh and that's where it's kind of like when we were ranking our um streaming services a while back you know i that's almost becomes an ever evolving thing yeah. because right now with the uh, secession being done yep. uh you know we watched like white lotus uh, mayor east town White Lotus uh, was bonkers, dude. Oof. That show was just one of the best limited. That and Mary Easttown, two of the best limited series shows that I've ever watched. But White Lotus was just that was something a, wild. That was an acid trip. White yeah. Lotus was just an acid yeah. trip. It was insane. 
Yeah. Yeah. So watch that. Yeah. That's and, a good one, yeah. But yeah, you go through these periods where I was watching nothing but HBO Max. Yeah. And then now, when I watched it, like I think it was two weeks ago, I watched two movies on there, and that was it. And like the shows now, I've been watching because I'm watching 1883 on Paramount Plus, yeah. Ozark on Netflix, and then four shows on Apple TV. Yeah. So it kind of rotates around. It'd be interesting to see that I had HBO Max up top, but. You know, Apple TV was four or five, and that's what I've been watching more lately. Yeah. But it doesn't mean it's the best one. It's just there's shows that I'm there's, liking right now. Yeah, the content, yeah, content, right, is, is cyclical. So some of the shows are coming back. Like, I'm watching Amazon Prime right now because Marvelous Miss Maisel is back. On. Yeah. So, you know, that's that's now my go-to where, you know, HBO was number one. And yeah. then, you know, Netflix, and I, I'm debating on watching The Witcher. Um, on yeah. Netflix, that's that's a huge draw Wheel right of now. Time on, on yeah. um, Amazon Prime is very popular uh show and canon with that um i think there's books and other stuff with that that was became i mean there's a lot of stuff good stuff out there so yep we're you know we definitely and we don't even really talk about network tv stuff that oh yeah that they're now putting out some good good stuff so i think the unicorn is the first time we've talked about a network television show yeah pretty much yeah so yeah we got to well, and I think this is uh, coming up as uh, the last season of Better Call Saul. I think I mm. heard two on FX. So yeah, I I was late to the game on like um, uh, the Walter White show, oh, Breaking, Breaking Bad. Bad. And, I watched, yeah. I binge watched that all on Netflix. Yeah. So I never watched that live. <laughs> but also another network thing. I know we're kind of going off kilter here, but uh, Walking Dead is also in the final season and the yeah. second half of their final season that just started up so and i think that's the thing is amc has really good you know, amc and fx amc and fx yeah. yeah i think they have such quality content i yeah. don't consider them like network television yeah and i when i watch them because i don't have cable i watch the shows on hulu like yeah. fargo fargo yeah. is oh, one of the yeah. best shows on, great. on tv which on new, fx new season of that coming soon yeah yeah that'd be great yeah um I watch that on Hulu. Yeah. So I watch all the FX shows on Hulu. So for me, that's part of Hulu's streaming yeah, package. Yeah, that's not, yeah, <laughs> same here. That's not network. That's Hulu stuff. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, it's, it all gets kind of convoluted yep. at the moment. But, but yeah, so a lot going on. We kind of just hit so many things in this episode, but uh, there's you know, so many things. There's so many shows coming up that we're going to, focus on you know a few episodes here and there so um you know join us like I said next week we have a special episode on friday yep do you want to spoil it or you want to have people tune in uh let's let people tune in i mean yeah. they, they, they just made it through an hour of this i think they can yeah yeah I think they can be way, surprised uh, a little yeah. bit yeah so right. yeah special episode coming next week uh, we'll, we'll post it up you know next friday the, you know this episode will be up this friday but you know, tune in, and I'm sure you know a lot of people will enjoy it, and uh, you know, look forward to talking. You know, on our next show when we do our next podcast, maybe it's about gemstones, maybe it's about 1883. I know you're really well. Whatever you finish, I know. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta just binge through something, man. I gotta. I, gotta I would say. I would say. I. I'm still internalizing the emotion of 1883. <laughs> yeah. I would say since you watched first step first season of gemstones. Yeah burn through that we got to get through that we'll yeah. do that we'll do a whole it mostly probably be us just spouting lines from the show oh yeah 
there's a there's and I want to see so when you're watching this before next episode, there is a scene in the season finale season two where I had to pause it because I was laughing so hard I almost <laughs> fell off the couch and I had tears streaming down my eyes I could not see. It was, and it's so stupid, but just is this so hilarious at the same time? Yeah. And I want to see you know me well, so I want to see. If you can figure out, so when we do the gemstone, we'll bring that up and see if uh, if you have I'll the same. I'll see if I can guess what it was. Reaction yeah. to the final one, but yeah. no, that so, sounds good. Any other closing thoughts for the day? No, I can't think of anything else. Uh, you know, it's, it was good having this you know episode and being able to just talk about the shows we're watching. I know we spent a lot of time on Ozark and yeah. went long, but you know we're going long again today. Yeah, but I think it's just a conversation that there's so much stuff out there that we both enjoy and we pull each other into new stuff so uh, that's my closing thought is you know let's just keep watching what we're watching and i look forward to just laughing some more yeah and i think that's a great point conversation man people the world is is what it is today because no one wants to have a conversation yeah we just sit here and have a conversation we have a good time and you know i think more people should do that why not listen to us have a conversation right you know and i haven't this is an interesting idea you know i think when we go to publish this episode if you guys are watching anything out there that you think that we might like just message us on instagram or yeah yeah, or or send us a message on our website because i think you can send us an email on our website yeah but send us a message let us know what you're watching love to hear about new things and i think that's just a great idea that we should just start implementing yeah and you can find us yeah on instagram at can we kick it pod? You can email us at can we kick it pod one at gmail.com. Yep. You can find us at our website, kickingitmedia.com. Yeah. You can listen to us on Spotify at Apple can podcast. we kick it podcast. Yeah. Uh, almost Google, Apple podcast. Almost yeah. Apple podcast. You can listen to us Google on podcast. Google podcast. Yep. That was from my cousin, Ryan. Peace, Ryan. <laughs> um, and yeah, I mean, you can find us everywhere. So reach out. If you, if you, have shows that we may be missing out we think we cover everything but you know talking to other people or like why don't you talk about this show yeah. why don't you talk about this show so you know reach out to us and maybe look for on instagram we may put some polls and stuff together too that's a good idea so. yeah let's do that yeah but this was good man i appreciate you coming over and us talking about you know our shows and you know really look forward to next week when we drop our special episode till next time peace <laughs>